0: Chapter One, Psychic Home. Although I did want to leave the struggling economy and daily violence of my country, I'm the type of immigrant who got a scholarship, which is different than paying for graduate school abroad, which is different than overstaying a tourist visa, which is of course all so different than crossing the border, fleeing poverty, and a violence greater than any I've known. I'm a Brazilian immigrant in Portland, Oregon, in what's called the whitest city in the US. Oregon had laws to prevent black people from settling in the state, and these laws have been linked to a smaller black population. My family barely squeaked into a rapidly gentrifying inner city by buying a house from a flipper who had done some pretty cheap updates. We knocked down two walls, put down wooden floors, planted a garden, and made home in a diverse and lovely block of the King neighborhood. This area of the city had been primarily African-American, in that way that most black neighborhoods happen in the U.S., through planned segregation that kept black families in inner cities as white families fled to the suburbs. Portland itself sits on traditional lands of indigenous people who were forcibly removed and now make up the confederated tribes of the Grand Ronde. A Cherokee farmer who had moved to Oregon once told me, we're all settlers in someone else's land. of how my native tongue would shape English. This is how I feel like I sound in my head at times. If I had an accent, you would know I'm not from here. Since I learned English as a kid, this accent does not belong to me.
1: You have an advantage, that you don't have an accent. When you have an accent, people people know you're, you're not from here. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, I can't turn it off. I guess you can pass better than can.
0: It took me a long time to identify as an immigrant because I wasn't aware I had, in fact, immigrated. Truth is, I live in between worlds. And by now, I suspect it's a permanent home. Not my current physical home, but the psychic home I built as a westernized teenager in Brazil, who as a young punk secretly loved Brazilian music and culture. I checked in with my old friend Chris, a Brazilian immigrant as well, to see what her thoughts would be.
1: I'm Chris Siqueira. I'm a filmmaker and historian. Been living in Milwaukee for since I was 30 years old. The way that I'm perceived in America is completely different from the way I'm perceived in Brazil. And I feel like I'm two different people. I'm much more comfortable in my Brazilian skin than I am in my American skin.
0: In an essay called In the Closet of the Soul, Alice Walker says she believes that to attempt to function as only one, when you're really two or three, leads to psychic illness. So we talk Falou, pra você. Beijo, fofa. Tchau, tchau. So many of us carry around conflicting identities. A feeling much like moving into a gentrifying neighborhood, navigating the original stories of the place, adding new ones, and as gentrification escalates, feeling alienated but being home.
1: You know, since the gentrification, I just don't, uh, I don't know, it's a lot nicer around here you know, just more opportunities to try more things. There's a lot more businesses around that are really good, you know, that I would have never, you know, come into contact with, you know. But it is very crowded, and it it just seems like there would be a limit to how many people you want in your city. And it seems like they don't care, just there's building and building, and people are coming and coming, and and I don't know where it ends. It's uh, really overwhelming to me. People everywhere, dogs everywhere, Subarus everywhere, Priuses everywhere. I don't know. They just seem to be a different breed of people, you know. It's, uh, I don't know, I think in like 15 years I might not even leave my house, you know, <laughs> because I want to understand how this world
0: works, you know. That's Bobby. He lives next door. His backyard oversees ours. We did plant bamboo for more privacy, but that's going to take years. Bobby chats pretty much every time he sees us outside, although he's nice enough to pretend he doesn't see me if I'm practicing cup in the backyard or gardening in a swimsuit. And then there's Bob, who lives across the street. He's retired and likes to have people drop by his house to chat.
1: There's a little place down the street here on 7th and not a little coffee place. Everybody's lined up on one wall they all had their computers in front of them. And honest to God, it was quite as a graveyard and they looked like, a, what do you call them, gravestones. It's really what it looked like. And that's, that's what's changed. That's been some of the culture shock for me.
0: This is the 32nd home I've lived in. Having moved so much, I've not had opportunity for the kind of community that's connected to place and built over time. Convinced I could fast track it for once, I picked up my microphone and spent the year mostly interviewing my neighbors, reflecting on how we settle, the larger forces at play, how we fit in, how we make community or not.
1: Oh, come on! We made a little four in the back of the truck over there, a little tobacco the truck. They'll join us. We got some chairs and some water and some sticks. <gasps>
0: So it's going to be audio? Yeah, it's just audio. Uh-huh. Kind of like the... I'm
1: not sure about that.
0: You're not sure about that? Yeah. Have you ever listened to a, a, audio an audiobook?
1: Yeah, I literally have like, I'd say about 20 on my iPad. Yeah, so basically th- it's someone reading a story and then it's recorded on a electronic device that can be so it can be replayed. Oh, it's like a story. Just a story. Someone, yeah, you Tell take it. the audio and then you take them.
0: Then you take a scene. Is
1: that your megaphone? It's
0: a microphone. Mm, what does that mean? Mm. No! Microphone? Why are you doing that? Why, why didn't you get it? I'm, I'm recording,
1: recording sound. Here. Oh. Can you even hear us?
0: Well, I can hear you with my ears, but this thing is recording, you guys. On our little Northeast Portland block, there are 12 children, two affordable rentals, four black-owned homes, four white-owned homes, and two half-white, one with a first-generation Vietnamese mama married to a white man, and the other with me, a first-generation Brazilian mama married to a white man. Of the three Black Lives Matter signs, none are in black homes.
1: Yeah, I can make us, I can make us some swords. Yeah, I, was gonna say that. I can make us also
0: some money
1: swords. Light waves. powers in the sun. Listening.
0: Young proposes that the many contains the unity of the one without losing the possibilities of the many. My name is Carolina, but Carolina works, and this is I See You.
1: I see you is produced, edited, and mixed by my mother, Carly. Edited. Edited it. Just edited. Edited (laughs) it. edited special thanks to our northeast
0: portland block with their patience
1: with my mother's microphone
0: this project got off the ground with the regional arts and culture council grant and caldera's 2018 artist residency thank you obrigada to chris cicada and to joanna secato thank you to jesse stevens for voiceover and interview post-production as well as mastering music from wonderswan italics and gunther used with permission from oligopolis records in portland oregon set me free by lowleaf and totality by iman omari were used with permission from fresh selects of portland oregon i shaped my story with your music my gratitude to each of you this series is for our children i suspect at some point you'll deal with your own multiplicity and sense of belonging so i leave you some clues for your journey and thank you wherever you are for listening it is my hope that you feel seen Ciao